Good to have you. Uh, you're a local um, artist here in Boise, Idaho. Yes, been in Boise uh, since 2010. Started being active in the scene. Uh, 2015 is when I started being out open, going to open mics. I uh, started back at the Crux. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's down on Main Street or Idaho Street. It's no longer there, but yeah. that's where it all started for most artists. Uh, but that's old stopping grounds for me. Nice, dude. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting music scene. Um, there's a lot of cool people here and stuff. A lot of not so cool people, but <laughs> that's just anywhere you go, really. Yeah, for sure. Um, you so you started. When did you start rapping? Uh, I, well, I've been just. I'm pretty much like everybody else, writing <laughs> poems since I was probably like 12 or 13 years old. Um, and then I started being active, recording myself on FL Studios, GarageBand, just off of cheap microphones since uh i was 16 nice yeah i'm 20 27 now yeah i'd lose track but yeah 27 <laughs> right on um fl studio is that like fruity loops that's a easier like one it's like basically where everyone starts out basically it's that's like exactly what i'm rocking on still to this day it's just it's super easy to work with it's yeah it's user-friendly for sure definitely um where, and you make your own beats I do now, as of recently. Uh, this album that I have uh, releasing the first quarter of this year is solely produced by me, mixed, mastered, and engineered, and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the longest time, up until the big, well, up until about the middle of last year, is when I was rapping on YouTube beats or Beat Stars, and you know, buying it from my friends and things like that. But right yeah, just barely got into that aspect of producing. It's a whole different ballgame for sure. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Was that? Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty hard one, I guess. Rap is easier to uh, master and mix, um, as far as like actual like instruments and like metal or like actual singing. It's like way different. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing to learn. Um, I just started singing, um, and it seems like it's like. I don't know. I learned that it's a lot different when it's like instruments and stuff, like actual people, like recording right. instruments and all that. And yeah, live live instruments. Yeah, th- I would imagine that'd probably be a pain in the neck to to master that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Did you have any songs that you wanted to talk about? <laughs> uh, well, I, I I do have a lot of songs, um, not just out, but also in the vault. Um, mm-hmm. The album is called The Balance, and Balance Part 2. It's pretty much the concept of balancing love, life, and your passions, and and your career goals, which is Mm -hmm. pretty much, I think, uh, has been a struggle for the majority of the the artists and musicians that I know. So I was like, well, it'd be kind of cool to start off with the series of The Balance to kind of find the balance between those things, and I think I executed pretty well. Yeah, talking about your passions um in life um what what are your passions in life besides music or like right yeah well everybody's gonna say music right but um for me i'm i'm really just passionate about living 
Uh, I don't waste a single day. Every single day, I'm up at 4.30 in the morning mm. and work out. After working out, I meditate um, for 30 minutes, and then I read for 30 minutes, and then I just jump right into making music. So my day really consists of just creating and ensuring that I'm working on my needs every single day, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, creatively, financially. So that's my passion is just uh, maximizing the time that I have here because everybody's time is limited to a certain degree, right? So that's why I'm trying to transcend my body through music and different things like that. So, yeah, I'm just passionate about making the best out of my days every single day. Yeah. Yeah, you seem real positive. Um, <laughs> seem like a positive mindset, and you have a really nice website where you, you're you a superstar and humble. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think Kendrick Lamar said it best, you know, be humble and then be a superstar. Why did, like you're, You are the main character in your life. Mm-hmm. So why not be a superstar? But of course you have to be, you have some humility in that as well. Yeah. You like got a lot of stuff here. You got, it all organized. I don't really see local artists have an organized like website where they have hook versus collabs, uh, prices and mix and mastering prices. And right. Booking show. And you got some videos. Yeah. Yeah, music videos, merch. Self, self-aware, how it goes. Self-aware, how it goes. That was uh, part of the the first Balance uh, album, is How It Goes. There was Heartache, uh, Heart heart and Mind, and Thoughts of Love was for the first Balance album. And that's also available exclusively on my website. Damn. Cool. Yeah, you've been working pretty hard. Have you been doing this a while? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so, so, interesting story. Uh, 2020 was kind of crazy for everybody at the Mm. beginning of the year. I had lost uh, my uncle and Mm. at the end of the year, I broke my leg and with breaking my leg, uh, caused a lot of like nerve damage down the side of my leg. So I currently have some complications in one leg and the other one is just like swole as hell (laughs) just because that's to overcompensate with the other one. But, uh, during that time frame, I've been able to launch the website. Uh, do merch releases, uh, engineer all the music that I did all of 2021. And from that time frame of you know reading and getting into meditation and working out and all these things, I, I think it happened for a great reason. So that's why from, from that point going forward, that's all I'm going to be doing is just me mixing, me mastering, me making everything all hands on in all areas that I can be. Wow. Got a nice little bio here too. Not, not too bad. I worked on that one. A couple hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't really see this level of professionalism, honestly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Some artists, I can't even find their shit. It's like they're like, "Oh, I got a, you know, I got a big giant artist. I'm gonna be doing and everything." Mm. And then I click on their stuff and I can't even find it. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Cool. Well, and and honestly, I think um, a lot of it. Well, there's there's a couple of factors. I think one is just the output level is yeah. probably not there, uh, but the name, like uh, that, was one of my biggest uh, downfalls when I first started out. Is I just went with my no- with my name, Tony Tony G T O N Y space G, and there's a billion Tony G's out there, right? Everybody's well for a lot a lot of part 
of the world, everybody's name is Antonio or Tony or Anthony, and they have G for the last name, typically, if they're from Hispanic descent, like I am. Mm -hmm. And so it was a terrible time to promote myself because anytime I say, oh, go follow Tony G, they'll follow somebody else. But so then I dropped the O out of the name and then I put it all together. So it's T-N-Y-G, still pronounced the same, Tony G. But... Now it stands for something better than just my name. It stands for Talent Naturally Yields Greatness. So that's kind of a cool little spin on the name. And it's easier to find. If you just Google TMYG, it just comes right up. It's the number one on there. So uh, it's uh, it's actually above uh, the New York Giants. So TMYG. <laughs> nice. The, the, what is it? The Google SEO search engine optimization. I've been cracking down on that a little bit. I think there is an artist named Tony G. Because mm-hmm. that sounds familiar. Oh yeah, there's Tone Loke, Tone Tone, Tony Tony Tony. There's, yeah, there's there's, so there's a there's a there's a, also I think another Tony G or Tony W here in town too. So I was like, you know what? It's it's cool to represent your name, but then at the same time, what am I really trying to get at here? Right? It's, I'm, I'm, it's just um, that's one aspect of myself, and I like to separate my personal life from the business side of things just eh, you know what yeah let's switch it up let's let's change the name up and change the energy behind it nice um what genre do you think you like uh, well hip-hop yeah just it, hip-hop I, and like... well you know it, it's not it's not real hip-hop boom bap kind of stuff it, I, it started off like that for sure um but then over time i think it's kind of blended itself pretty well with like a pop kind of like you know like a r&b a little bit of it's it's not really like i'd like to box it into a certain category but i think if you were to it would just be just hip-hop right you would just kind of categorize as that just Mm -hmm. because the message is uh relative to what the hip-hop culture uh would uh portray as far as and also my lifestyle like my upbringing is uh, very similar to that that's why i went into the hip-hop culture is just because it's more it was welcoming to me i'm I'm half um mexican and half caucasian mm-hmm. so there is a lot of mixed uh feelings a mixture of different um music that was uh, influential to me growing up a lot of country a lot of Opera, jazz, uh, and hip hop, and a lot of pop for sure, especially in, on the radio in LA. And that's all you heard back in the day was just pop. <laughs> Definitely. Have you ever toured at all? Uh, just once. I toured back in 2016 uh, with a few people here in town. Uh, Show Love, Girl Love. So Ace Flow, there was a Dirty Shirt, um, Deceased, and mm-hmm. then there was a Mac Dillon. Uh, who was with Con- Control Beats, uh, Mac Dillon, and a few other guys also. And we went on a, like a little tour. It was uh, here. We went to Portland. Uh, we went to Washington. Uh, yeah, two two spots in, in Portland, two spots in Washington, and then two spots here. So it was just kind of like a little loop around. But that's pretty much it, though. I'm looking yeah. to get back on, on tour for sure very yeah. soon. Yeah. I know Ace Flow and Dirty Shirt. They're pretty yeah, cool Yeah, really guys. cool guys. I know uh, Mac Dillon from Control Beats. Yeah. He's a really cool guy, too. Super dope. He's a pretty positive man. He's, like, always positive and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't hung out with him or seen him in a long time. Uh, but I, I got... Well, we, we're still connected on Facebook and Instagram. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be cool to link up with him someday soon. A little plug, Control Beats, for all your beats and mixing and mastering and stuff like that. Yeah, like... It's... Uh, pretty 
interesting this music scene here in Boise it's it's different it's not like I feel like there should be a lot of support for local artists um but really it's just I mean you gotta do your own thing and just yeah attention to yourself can't really like yeah keep your head down and then uh you'll know you'll know when it's time to look up <laughs> yeah right yeah it's like I mean you can there's like a new website that um futuristic means it's like indie amplify where you can like basically make your website basically we can like organize your features and mm -hmm. all that stuff and organize all this crap yeah yeah I, I signed up after i saw your your podcast with them i was like oh dude so dope i went to indie amplify i signed up as a, i think it's what called amplifier yeah. um, and then yeah they have a whole bunch of cool things on there features and reviews and all kinds of stuff that's a great website for sure yeah, I mean, opinions are subjective. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just. You got the name, you got the numbers, and and, yeah. and then if you have, uh, you know, of course, you, you want to get a look, you know, quote unquote. You know, if you collaborate with somebody, you're gonna get a look. Oh, what we did that? It's like the shock value. It's kind of the same thing with, you know, rappers that essentially don't have a lot of substance in their music um you know quote unquote right uh that will do gimmicky things to kind of get attention but it works and and, and if it works and, and that's what's getting them their money then that's their life and that's the way they want to go about yeah. it and that's great uh there's no i used to have a lot i used to have so much bitterness about that kind of stuff but it's because i think back in the day i was envious of those kind of people like oh why are they making it why am i not making it my heart's pure or whatever right yeah old head stuff <laughs> but um really if, if you're gonna get your bag then go get your bag um but of course it's again it's just all all in on the matter of opinion and uh you know mm -hmm. you just do you you do you <laughs> yeah exactly it's uh hard to make it really i mean you kind of just have to ask yourself why you want to make it right like why like why why do you want to be famous right why do you want to make it why do you want to make music for it's like well i, I, I you know <laughs> <laughs> then you get to that and you're like oh i just want to motivate people and and like i want to tell my story mm -hmm. um, other people are like i just want the money i want to get some money right i want to well, as long as you're being honest with yourself, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you don't you don't want to lie to anybody else. But you definitely don't want to lie to yourself about mm -hmm. why you're doing it. And 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 I think um, I was thinking about it the other day. I was taking a shower, and and that's where all my thoughts really come back. Is I was like, why am I doing it? Like why? And the first thing that always comes to my head is for the kids. I want to do it for the kids, for the youth, you know, for other people, you know, that are gonna live beyond me. I, I want to transcend, you know, my body through my music. And, and and then I kept asking myself, why? Like, why that? Well, there's a lot of value that I'm able to give to the next person. And if I can add value into you know, any room that I walk into, then I've done a service. And what comes with that service? You know, you kind of peel back the layers. Why, why, why? You keep asking yourself. And then it's like, well, maybe I do want to have some financial compensation or, or financial stability off of my passion. Well, why? Well, because I don't want to work a job. Okay, well, why don't you? You just got to keep peeling it back, and then you'll yeah. find the reason why you're doing something. Uh, for me, I'm definitely uh, ha a part of it is definitely for for money. A part mm -hmm. of it is definitely for making an impact. It's yeah. just a, like find your balance. You know, this is literally just find your balance between the things that you love and the things you're doing it for, and you know, find your path and go down it. Definitely.
Um, have you opened up for any like artists? Like I know recently Stevie Stone came up and a lot of cool people that yeah I I've come in contact with are like opening up for really cool big artists that are coming into Boise. Right, I know. Yeah, no, I have I haven't uh, opened for many people recently. Um, uh, I'm trying to think about who I opened for back in the day, like a couple of years ago. I, I there was a Chino XL. Uh, there was uh, rest in peace, Zah and I. Um, I opened up for him once, um, and uh, I think there was a, a few a few other guys. But for for me, I, I'm not really not really looking to keep a checklist of like, oh, I opened up for this person, this yeah. person kind of thing. It, it's great. It's definitely valuable to do that too, mm-hmm. just to branch out. Just like uh, collaborating with other people is also valuable to branch into different um, fan bases and yeah. and just just to just different people with different set of ears you know you want to you want to reach many people as you can right uh but no i haven't opened up for many people uh, definitely but that's okay yeah in time in time for sure i mean that's not really important features aren't important it's like you kind of just have to have a this is like opinion and subjective Yeah. yeah whatever but like i feel you have to have you have to have a good amount of music to back you up. Like, of course, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be like, I'm gonna feature futuristic, I'm gonna feature Tech Nine, I'm gonna feature Eminem, and, they, and people listen to that song, they're gonna be like, oh, cool, I love that verse. I'm gonna save it because of this artist, not you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, they're gonna be like, oh, this artist is pretty cool. What else does he got? And you like have like what three songs? Three or four. Yeah, it's right. it's really about catalog. <laughs> So, so uh, catalog is really important, not only for that aspect like that you brought up there, like if you're collaborating with somebody, which I have yet to really feature with many people. I've probably featured in about six songs in this entire time that I've yeah. been doing it, uh, which I got to do more of uh, this year. I made it a goal. But also, if, if you're featuring on somebody else's song or say they're featuring on your song and then they're only saving it or downloading and listening to it for somebody else and you didn't body it, quote unquote, and you don't have a catalog to bag it up, like if if they go and check your page and you don't have much there, you probably shouldn't be really investing in too many features just because you're not building your brand. You're not building mm. any loyal fan base. So I think that's why, like, with artists that put out so many, so much music, like Zero, for you had him on here not too long ago. Yeah. He has so much music out there. You you can fall in love with one song or you can pick from a hundred. So it's, it's really important to, to have that yeah. in your arsenal. You know, quote unquote, just having music on the side right there. Somebody likes one song, they're probably like two or three or ten. Who knows? Yeah, he's he's Zero's a good guy. Um, For sure. Those of you who don't know who Zero is, he's a local artist here in Boise. He's just a lot of people know him, I guess, because he sure. he's everywhere. He's making music everywhere. He's working, but he, at this time, I think he's like more busy with like uh, the documentary we talked about the other episodes. Um, and his uh, child and everything and just doing his life. But yeah, like, that should be fire. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And then he went to, what, what did he go to? Greece? Or it was it was something? Switzerland? Uh, no, Iceland. Iceland. Okay, yeah. I was looking. I was like, man, that'd be so cool to go do. Man, that's, yeah, hats off, hats off to Zero for sure. He's he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're going to um, do a follow-up interview on him soon. Him and... Uh, Carrie Judd. Yeah. It, yeah, we're going to do that and everything. And, um, you know, I haven't really done much music videos. I was going to do music videos, but a lot of people here 
a little pricey. So I have to yeah. like save my money, but I could just do it myself. But For sure. I don't know. I don't know. I like just. We judge uh, ourselves a lot, though. We judge ourselves yeah, a lot. Definitely. I, I released a, a music video that I shot and edited and all that stuff um, on the 31st. So the turn of the year, like, oh, here you go. I filmed this myself and you know produced it and all that good stuff. Oh no, I I I I didn't produce that one. I have another music video coming out that I produced and shot and edited and all that good stuff. But it's just like, man, you have to like really take yourself out of that process in order for you to enjoy it and not be so critical. Because for the music videos that I've put out, the the standard that I've set for myself is pretty up there and so i'm mm -hmm. like I'm like well i don't want to backtrack now i'm going backwards if yeah yeah you know, if, if i film it myself it's not gonna look as good it's not gonna be cinematic but you got to let that go and then just let the audience decide <laughs> exactly yeah i i judge myself a lot too critically all the time and i just um i don't know if you heard my new song um scars yes uh, it's um, on the intro i believe so uh, well, it, it, I think it was on the intro for a few of the, the episodes that you had on the podcast, right? Yeah. Yes, for sure. It's a really good song. I, really I love like it. it. It's a, I, re, I worked hard on doing multiple takes of whatever, and it was just, I don't know. Did I, you record it and all that? Did you recorded it in here. In oh, cool. In there. Oh, nice. There. Yeah, it, um, he helps me out a lot. Getting on beat. And Your engineer? Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. He like helps me. He's like, I don't know if you noticed, have you ever gone to like some uh, producers and they're like, they'll record you and then it's like, oh, nice man. See you later. Right. Here's There's the money. Like, See ya. And they don't, and they don't tell you like, hey, you're, you sound like, you sound really off on this one part. Or you too stiff. Try, try or, it again. Right. Or right. like you sound, you need to be here and you're not here. So like you got to be like on this count right here. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even like a, there's no like thing to like give you a uh, a clue of where, where it is. You have to like count in your head like exact timing that mm -hmm. you have to be on. And then you have to do it and then you have to learn how to um, have the right tone of your voice. Right. I guess um, I learned how to sing. I'm learning how to sing, and I feel like that's going to make me a better rapper somehow. For sure. Definitely. If I ever wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to help. Um, did you produce that song, or did somebody else produce it with you? Um, I I just, like, wrote the song, and then uh, my and then he, my engineer, like, did produced it and cool. made the beat, and... And then I just uh, learned. It was like a learning experience. Awesome. I guess that's like a learning song that I did. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's 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 really good um, to have that kind of relationship with your producer or your engineer. They'll keep you on point if you're if you're off, you're missing the mark, or say if if you if if he hears he or she hears um, something that you did in a part of the song that he or she wants you to repeat again. In the, in the song later on or whatever it is if you want to add a bridge if you want to take it out that's why having mm -hmm. control of producing the song in its entirety say the the arrangement of the kick and the snare and the hi-hats and the melody you'll, you'll be able to stay on uh on tempo 
better if you know where exactly those things are placed. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. But yeah, an engineer relationship is super critical. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I'll be honest, some studios here I've definitely, like, got screwed over. Um, no names? I, I don't... Or names for the names for the people that are listening. Yeah, uh, there's... <laughs> look, let's be honest, okay? Let's be honest here. There's a studio here in Boise that is not okay. Um, and I talked about this before this and I'm you're probably tired of hearing it um this there's some places that don't care but the the I mean they care they're trying they try mm -hmm. but it's like they're not giving you like what you want it's like they're a little bit like oh I'll do it tomorrow I have to schedule tomorrow and reschedule I have to do mm. this I have something Run coming up and <laughs> and then you question like how long has my mix been sitting in that old ass computer mm -hmm. untouched at all and there's some people that are like oh you are possible to sound good and and <laughs> but like dude you you if you don't know something look it up yeah I mean look it up on YouTube if like you don't know how if you if you don't know how to make me sound good and I sound horrible, I mean, why'd you let me be horrible when I was doing the session? <laughs> for sure. You, you could have been like, okay, let's stop for a minute. You're off beat. You're real off beat. So let's just Hold stop. Up. Hold up. A Wait a minute. <laughs> and like, since you're like, these people are like real friends and like homies and we smoke together and we hang out together. Right. Why would you, why would you do that? Why would you just let me suck and say that I'm horrible and like, or just throw me away? You know, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? That's not cool. Shit. That's not cool. And it's like, I can, I can be real mean about it and beef and be like, oh, butthurt about it. But then I can, I can kind of just like be like, oh, that's just music industry. Right. I don't have to like, I can Chalk just it up to the Illuminati. They yeah. them. <laughs> it's okay. I it's, mean, it's, it's the learning process. You know, they, yeah. it, it, the connections are, are really great to have, but you have to go through a few shitty ones in order to get to the good ones. So, yeah. you know, although that experience that you've had, which I think a lot of people can relate to, I, I think it probably taught a lot of lessons. Hey, this is probably not what I'm looking for when I go into the studio. And that's great that you have the relationship with um, unsaid producer, engineer in the other room. Brogan Night Owl Studios. All right. All right. Hi, you're editing this podcast. What's yes. Up? <laughs> so, so, you know, having that relationship or uh, that experience probably help you with that relationship in yeah. the future. So, you know, it's pros and cons to, to lef uh, life lessons. This is a good studio. You ought to check it out. I'll definitely. Yeah. After this, we'll go check it out. Yeah. You, you book a session and I believe like we have someone that is making a bunch of, I think someone can in there can make you a, a beat or cool. something and they can like do like a premium of what, what you're looking for. Um, custom. Something like that. I believe there's another artist that was like making a, a song from scratch with, uh, and they're like doing a studio time and she was on guitar and she cool. was like writing music and you know, it's, it's just, you know, a good studio. Um, they help you, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's a good place to start. I mean, start out. They really, they work with me a lot and I appreciate it. But there's, 
there's always going to be like really crappy people out in the world. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get it. I, don't, I, I mean, I, I really had a hatred for this music scene. <laughs> I really did. I felt so bitter and, and, and judgmental and, and I just feel so, I hate it. It's like, I don't know. It's but growing then, though. But, but like now I feel better. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, some, some artists are working. Some artists are doing good. For um, sure. But mainly I just needed to work on talking to being myself really just mm-hmm. my my personal growth and my own music it's like i can make it without boise even knowing i left right you know it's yeah like, sure. internet <laughs> it's like touring it's weird it's like you can actually do that you can be so like getting so many views and you're just quiet and boise is sitting quietly yeah nobody knows that yeah. you're you're getting like hella views for sure yeah and this is this is my home so whether i oh this is i call this my grown town los angeles is my hometown that's where i was born and raised but this is where i grew up and grew into a man but um boise though it's it is growing it has a lot of potential there's a lot of people moving here you know damn californians and shit me included (laughs) (laughs) but i i came here 12 years ago so so you know that's over with i paid my dues but although it is growing if if i it if if uh if my route in making it is not by the love in Boise, then that's fine because this is where I'm gonna rest my head. This is where I'm going to represent. Uh, but if the love comes directly from the state first and then spreads outwards, great. But yeah, you know, either way, either way, it's gonna happen. It's just mm-hmm. which way is gonna happen is up to the future. <laughs> yeah, it's a small pond. But yeah, for we'll- sure. You just gotta be positive and get out of the pond and and venture out and just be yourself. Definitely, it's really cool. Um, music's fun, therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, I rap about mental health and I do this for mental health. Good. I don't even know I even talk about mental health that in depth. I've just been talking to artists about their passions um, with their music. Well, let's do that right now. I thought we were. <laughs> Oh, well, oh. <laughs> a little bit a little bit more. Um because I have an interesting relationship with with mental health. Um and yeah. and uh I understand it, mm-hmm. but not from a personal experience. I understand right. it from my family members, you know, my mother, father, grandpa, yeah. grandma. Every everybody in my family for the most part suffers with some kind of anxiety or depression yeah. or bipolar disorder, whatever or even worse things than that. <laughs> but um I've always uh, approached it from the perspective of mind over matter and not in a way of disregarding your feelings because your feelings are true, Mm -hmm. Um, but your thoughts are also very powerful as well. So I think what, you know, I think there's a, I'm not sure if it's in the Bible or not. I'm I'm not really religious, but uh, my old uh, teacher, Mr. Fast from Frank Church High School said, what you think about, you bring about. And I think that's very important to Keep in mind uh, is that what you say to yourself is also very important too. So simple, simple exercise that I like to do every single day is when I, when I meditate and read, I read out loud. And when I meditate, I uh, say the words out loud. So affirmations are really important. Just mm-hmm. say to yourself what you are, what um, what how you feel. Like when you wake up in the morning and you're tired, change your tone of voice. Uh, speak out loud. Say, "No, nah, I'm not tired. This is what I do. This is you know. This is what the." fuck I'm about or whatever, you know, like just how, what, how are you going to get yourself, um, change that 
change your mindset. I think you, I've mastered it, but um, it takes a long time to do that or to come to that point of uh, being in control of your thoughts and, and your mm-hmm. reality. It's it's almost like an uh, uh, what is, what is it called? Uh, it's uh, you have to be so in tune with yourself mm-hmm. that you displace your own mind in a way like you kind of like put yourself in the corner of the room how am i coming off how am i thinking how am i feeling in this moment right and then just kind of take that approach of outside of yourself yeah and then move forward and and honestly it's worked for me of course it's not like i'm a a mm-hmm. bad uh up uh optometrist where i prescribe you my glasses and it works for me here you go and it doesn't work for you because you still see blurry but um it's worked for me and i feel like if somebody can get some value out of it then perfect just what you say to yourself is very important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you could, you have to like, I mean, it's hard to like um, be positive when you're kind of just feeling like shit all the time. But um, I physically? usually, or like just mentally, physically. Oh, man, yeah, mentally, physically. Yeah. Um, I choose to go to the gym, I guess, to feel better. Um, I kind of just, I like, I want to feel good. I want to feel good. So what do I have to do to feel good? Definitely. Um, I have to try to feel good, you know, like, for sure. um, I have to find something I love to do. I I mean, I, I like to do it'll, I mean, I know it's hard for some people to just get out of bed at all. Right. But, um, sometimes you just, you gotta push yourself. That's the way it goes. Exactly. Um, whether you like to make music or draw or just, I don't know, shop or whatever you like to do, get coffee, right. even get coffee, go out and get some coffee or drive a little bit. I mean, that'll help out a lot. For sure. And everything. Even if you're tired, mm-hmm. like I am. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I'm just stressed out because um, I have... I have like uh, work people that I'm not getting along with, and my trainers and a real butt much. Dang. Um, uh, like I honestly, I went into there and I was like, "Can you tell me about nutrition?" And she mm. was like, "Well, there's a lot of things about nutrition. What do you mean?" I'm like, mm. uh, "I'm like, well, well, bitch. Like, excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> See the real stocky one." Yeah, uh, in Nampa. Oh, in Nampa. Okay, no, I don't go to that one there. Well, she was real, like, me- she was mean, dude. Like, Dang. you you can't be, a, you can't be, like, a, you, you, you gotta, like, you gotta <laughs> check your ego, dude. Check it out the door. God. Like, honestly, nobody really cares if you're a, uh, no one, no one cares about how you look. Mm-hmm. Okay, no one cares about what you did, what you want. Blah, blah, blah. I'm paying for a service. I don't know anything about nothing. So, like, I I don't know anything about nutrition, working out. I know a little bit about lifting and working out, but, like, I'm just saying I'm a customer. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything. 
So I don't know terminology. Right. I don't treat me know. like a baby. Talk me. Talk to me like this. I want to ingest. I want to be a sponge. Give me all the information. So when I say nutrition, I want everything. Macros, how much I'm supposed to eat, proteins, carbs, fibers, sugars, fat intake. Give it to me all. <laughs> yeah. And, and I already mentioned to her like what I wanted. I wanted to eat more because I eat once a day and I have problems oh, eating damn. and i and i have i struggle and i get like a bloated stomach which is kind of shrinking now which is nice but um and i have trouble eating and i have problems with that and you said and you even lied to me you lied to me saying mm. oh I, i'm gonna follow up with you see like trainers need to follow up and they need to like help you know being i think communication is generally right. like the, the ideal thing but you were just like completely arrogant to me and i don't like that and that stressed me out but i have to get over it so no five-star review um, no five-star reviews the training can be improved <laughs> i mean it could it could be i mean uh, two and a half I, I do i do a training session for 30 minutes and then they, le they just let me go right off to the wolves here you go ne next <laughs> next see you next week see ya Okay, what do I do in the meantime when I'm working out for seven days? Five, it's a little spendy, isn't it? It's like 300, 400 bucks a month or something. It's like 150 a month. 150? Oh, that ain't too bad. But then it's 200 for an hour. Oh, oh, oh. And so, so is it only 30 minutes for once a week? Once a week. Once a week. Or Man. twice a week or something like that. Okay. And yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like I had a trainer once I was really good at Crunch Fitness. And she was like... So while you're gone, I want you to do this and this and this. Cool. Um, and she gave me a shopping list and things I can get. She was like giving me workout ideas I can do. Like we were doing leg day this day. We're doing mm -hmm. chest day this day. And we're nice. doing every, every single like session mm -hmm. was something new. You know, you, you just got to switch it up. Got to communicate because I can't read your mind. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I don't know anything. Teach me, man. Come on. <laughs> Show me the way. Do you know the way? Be like Yoda. I'm, I'm the Skywalker, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. I just, I don't know. It's okay. You just, I just got to get over it and just kind of like, I'll just teach myself. I went on YouTube and yeah, I learned YouTube. about it myself. There was a podcast that's actually teaching me about everything and I look them up. Mm-hmm. And so I just teach myself. So I just get stuff done. I downloaded uh, my my fitness pal. It's like an old school app. I think it's now it's blown up. But uh, yeah, you you put in your weight, what your goal is, and then what your level activities are, like fitness activity, and then it tells you all your macros, like what you're supposed to be taking in, and and mm -hmm. I track everything. Like if if I go to McDonald's and I get some small fries, I'm gonna put that in there, and it's gonna tell me, okay, this is probably too much fat, this is too much sodium, or whatever, and and all that stuff is important. I have a big gallon uh, jug <laughs> that I carry with me pretty much everywhere except for here today, but it's in my car. Yeah, mm. water is really important. Taking yeah. in all your nutrients, all your vitamins, getting some sun, walking around, exercising yeah. at least 30 minutes a day. I go every single day for an hour. No no days off, ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if the gym's closed, uh, I work out at home. Uh, if, if, it's, uh, if, it, if it opens late or closes early, like on Christmas, which screwed me over a couple of times before. Yeah. I'll just work it at home. Let's do it. Get Definitely. It done. Um, and they say like, and also I, I walk into a session with you and you talk to me about healthy eating and then you're like meeting me with like Panda <laughs> Express <laughs> or like McDonald's sitting in your office while you're eating it. That smells so good too. I know. I'm like, like damn you. 
I'm like, I know you can you can have cheat days. You can mm-hmm. eat you can eat Carb whatever blowouts. you want. Yeah, you can literally eat whatever you want still. You don't have to have diets or don't work. Yeah. But yeah. like you can have carbs, it's fine. I, mean, I had cool. I had Mexican food yesterday. Yeah. I have a burrito waiting for me at my house right now. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna eat that. As soon as I leave here, I'm gonna eat a burrito. So Yeah. But it's, I put it in my my fitness pal and it tracks all my food and I'm like, okay, if I cap out at 5 p.m., then I can't eat for the rest of the day. That's simple as that. I'm not going to starve myself, but like your body lives off of a certain amount of food and then the rest gets stored into fat. And if you don't expel X amount of calories and be at a deficiency, whatever, then you're going to be a fat. And I've been really fat at one point in my life. And still to this point, I have some kind of faint idea in my head like, oh, no, I don't look that good yet. Like, so, so I set these benchmarks for myself. To even get a tattoo, which is kind of crazy. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna get a tattoo until I look like this, right? So mm-hmm. right now my body is pretty much naked with any kind of ink, but in time, in time very soon, I will have ink pretty much all over my body except for my face. Damn. So you're <laughs> going to going for a th- aesthetics? Yes, the SoundCloud rapper, for sure. <laughs> Sound- <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. I'll probably get an arm piece and a chest piece. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, you're not a SoundCloud rapper. You're you- no. Or YouTube rapper, you are a artist. Idaho rapper. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's it's just you know you gotta you just I don't know you just treat people in a positive way. Yeah. Um, compassion. Um, self awareness. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you're this big, big woman that like, not fat woman, but like, right, <laughs> big, strong. Just, woman power lifter and you're and you you have such a big ego you have to calm it down a little bit for the ones that don't know anything about fitness anything about anything yeah and just like you know be cool to them be like be nice yeah you know it's like come on dude really (laughs) exactly don't be don't be don't be arrogant. Plus, in rap, in rap, don't be arrogant. Mm. It's like if you are filled with that over here. It's like, it's like, um, if you feel like you, um, let me see if I can think of an arrogant rapper. Oh, wait a minute. It's the obvious one. Kanye West. Kanye West? <laughs> no, uh, he's, he's, he's got, he's got Drake? a Drake? No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's he does a have a big ego. Okay. He does. It's cool, like Kanye though, it's West cool. has a big ego, but he's really he's talented. He's a genius. He is a genius. Yes. He's a fucking billionaire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, but I'm sure he's pretty cool when you meet him. But like, you know, there's probably are some rappers out there that are a little narcissistic, a little yeah, arrogant, sure. and think they own the world and own the music scene when really, honestly, you don't. Yeah. But it's okay. You just got to be humble in life. Mm-hmm. Being having having humility it can save you pretty much. Um, yeah, definitely. there's always going to be someone better than you. Bigger, gonna rap better, faster. Just yeah. like in boxing, you know, you you can be Mike Tyson. You'll still meet your maker. <laughs> like I think the perfect example is Eminem and MGK beef thing. Right, right. I feel like I feel like that was I'm a good an, one. It was, and Eminem has been in the game for a long time so Mm -hmm. it it seems like he already automatically wins right of course but like mgk was like he had guts um he really did a good job on that rap god i guess um yeah (laughs) um so it's like he had a good record 
He yeah. did. A lot of people at first, um, when I was working at the time, um, coworkers were saying, "Oh, MGK sucks. He like he's nothing to Eminem." And 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 that's also again like goes back to like your you know that's your own opinion. And and for me, if if I was to choose one or the other, obviously it's gonna be Eminem. Now this I grew yeah. up on that. I didn't grow up in MGK, but I'm not gonna say MGK is terrible. I'm saying that was pretty ballsy for you to do and yes. he had some he, he got off his bars but of course when you listen to kill shot and you listen to rap devil back to back you can kind of see who is a clear winner in that aspect yeah eminem's eminem's the goat he has experience with battle rap so it's like he's been doing battle rap that's right. like how he started out so you yeah. have, you kind of automatically lose in his sleep like he, he i feel like my brother was like oh wait Rap call wasn't even that good. Like, it was just so low. I think he was, like, lowering himself. So if he responded, he was going to go ten tenfold more. Right. So he's, like, common. I think that's, like, a... Maybe I'm ignorant, but, like, maybe, like, that's the way, like, rap battles are. Is like, you kind of start off small insults. Mm-hmm. And then the guy will make a bigger insult. Right. But then you unleash the biggest insult you have. Mm-hmm. And that knocks him out. Right, so like who has like the best your mama jokes, pretty, yeah, much. pretty much. It's like battle. He he has experience with that. Um, be honest, I think Tech Nine's better than Eminem. Yeah, well, well I th- I think Tech Nine <laughs> doesn't get all the flowers that he deserves. Yeah, uh, Tech Nine's been. I just saw him post um a video on Instagram the other day of of him in uh, Santa Monica Beach, where a lot of uh, performers, street performers, they'll go and they'll rap or they'll do dance and jump over people's heads and different stuff like that. And he was rapping back. I don't know how old this video was, but it was damn near black and gray. And he was going and, <laughs> and he's still going, you know? So that's, that's, he's a legend. And um, for sure, I think tech nine, if, if, if you were to put like, there's a versus that I think Triller has uh, like a versus mm-hmm. this person versus this person. If they were to go Eminem and tech nine, of course, I think the crowd is going to favor Eminem just because of the popularity and what songs they know, right? If you put like a "When I'm Gone" with uh, with a Tech Nine's uh, uh, Tech Nine experience, like T Nine X, you would you would probably go for an Eminem, even if the bars are very comparable or even more elite on some aspects. <laughs> yeah, for real, it's like uh, it's just. You know, a lot of people out there are going to be better than you. Um, and you just kind of just have to like... Yeah. Just just be a sponge. Really just be a sponge. If if, if you're... What's the saying? If, if you are the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Yeah. You know, like you, you want to you wanna be in the room with people that are smarter than you or that know something that you don't know so you can soak in some kind yeah. of information. That's what grow. I learned from that um, other studio. I was, I was actually pretty humbled by the industry. I was like, okay, maybe... Maybe I can improve my rap and be better person. Um, yeah. I can learn from producers and stuff, but I mean, I couldn't really learn from the person that was mean, mean, but whatever. Yeah. But um, I mean, I learned. It's just that you kind of have to learn, and that's part of the mental health thing. Is just mm-hmm. you need to just learn how to be humble. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm weird. I'm awkward. I'm not much of a talker. I I'm I'm very quiet. I'm not much of a ladies man to be honest with you. <laughs> but like I I just I'm just trying to find myself at 27 years old. I'm trying to just I have $11 an hour job and I just do my podcast, do my music. Right. 
and I just want to be a personal trainer and I want to like be able to help other people. I was a caregiver at one point. Um, It takes a lot to do that. It was mentally draining and I quit. I can't really deal with uh, females. Um, I can't deal with female drama Mm -hmm. because it's just, it's, I don't know if you don't care giving anybody don't care giving out there, you should know. Like sometimes, sometimes even women and men in the caregiving industry mm-hmm. are like really, like really like, oh my god! Like you have some petty issues. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not, I can't even be in a part of this because mm-hmm. it's like you guys have a lot of negativity that you're throwing my way. Yeah, it just yeah, it rubs off on you. And it's it. And you know I'm already taking care of old, old older people that can't take care of themselves, and then I have to like deal with their shit. I have to deal with your shit. <laughs> it's like I have fifteen. I have fifteen residents I take care of. I have three or four residents that I change every night, every two hours. Strength. Some just scream. Some scream every ten minutes, and I have to go in there and calm them down every five minutes. Right. It's crazy, and it drives me nuts. And somebody give this man a raise. Cause I cannot do that. It's okay. We we don't get raises. We get pizza parties. Hey, hey! <laughs> it's like you're not gonna get paid, but you're gonna get what? What is it? What is the joke like? Oh, uh, what is it? like? I won't pay you for your service, but you'll get recognition. Or what? What is the word that the people that people use like when when say like you're doing a song and you get a uh, followers? It's like what, what is that? What is that word they say? Uh, like I'm, I'm not gonna pay you with real money. I'm gonna pay you in publicity, publicity or clout or whatever, clout, right? Yeah, like clout. it's kind of like that. Oh yeah, yeah I'm gonna a, get a raise, but here's a pizza. Here's a keychain and Shit. a pizza party. Shiny objects. Would you to like some you. a gift bag of a free T-shirt and a couple of random crap? And I know I sound ungrateful. I'm like, oh, oh, I would love a pizza party. What are you talking about? Right. It's like Little Caesars. Is it Little Caesars or is it at least Domino's? Sometimes it's Idaho pizza. Sometimes it's Idaho pizza's fire though. Yeah. I don't know. I'll probably take that out of the race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or it's just coffee. You know, I know I sound ungrateful. It's like, oh, I would love a pizza party. I would love a, a little bit of recognition like that. Well, it's, I mean, honestly, you do so much fucking like work. It's like you do this for years and you do it for like two years you do it for 10 years and all you're doing is getting pizza party and you're just still at like what $12 an hour $15 an hour mm-hmm. $17 an hour now $16 an hour is not that bad it's not really that that's bad. probably the average now average so many jobs sure. are so many places need people yeah. like you go in there you walk up if you know you're worth it you can get what you want you yeah. can get what you want you $15 an hour get out of here I want oh, 20 yeah. that's another topic I want to talk about it's like if you if you at, if you go in there anywhere and you negotiate, like there's a way of negotiating where you just literally have to like say what you want in mm-hmm. order to get it. It's like, oh yeah, it's like I want you go to your your employer, be like, okay, well I want fifteen dollars an hour, but it was like, oh we only pay like fourteen. I was like, well I would very much feel comfortable with fifteen dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. You might get it. If your if your resume checks out and if you have a lot of experience and you're legit, like you worked hard, like you can probably get it. Or yeah. you could um, you like uh you can negotiate even like, like um, I don't know how it works with music. I guess you can. Sometimes people I've learned that like when you're in labels, 
it's hard to really ask for what you want or like right. some movie stars actually are said that they never that they always wanted to like ask for what they or just say what they wanted because everybody would just give them what they right normally just give them stuff it's like well i don't want to do this scene i want to do i want to uh, this is what i want i want breaks i want food i want right. like i want to have breaks during you know i want regular breaks and that's what i want you you give me regular breaks i'll do this movie i do my own stunts that's i want to do my own stunts then i can do this movie mm -hmm. and then let you do it because you right. negotiated you said exactly what you're you like want. i'm fucking will smith <laughs> like, <laughs> that will smith book is honestly great have you ever have you have you read the book will i I should probably read it, but it's I a big book. It's probably like five hundred pages. And I, I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't read huge books like that all the time. It's like a one pass through, but I'm probably gonna read it again. But yeah, Will Smith pretty much did the same thing. He started off obviously as the Fresh Prince of, uh, oh no, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, and then from there went and got his show, the TV show, and then from there he transitioned to movies, uh, and now he's just an icon. But yeah, he had to go through that same thing of like asking for what he wanted. And a, a big tip, a major tip right now, if you're in a job that isn't paying you what you think that you're worth, because all jobs are going to do is pay you what you allow them to pay you. So what you need to do first is make sure that you pay down your debts. You don't have a lot of money going out. Mm -hmm. You have more money coming in. You save your money fiercely. Like you calculate every single dollar that comes in. For the next 30 days to 90 days, see what your average money coming in and out is. Save as much as possible. Then when you have about six months to a year's worth of savings in your bank account, then you can start making risks and taking taking risks and going and walking uh, with confidence. You can go to any job or you can go to your current employer and say, hey, this is what I want. Because all a job is going to do is going to pay you what you allow them to pay you. And they're never going to give you a raise. If they don't think that the exchange is worth it. So you can't go up to your employer and say, hey, I want $15 an hour. Well, why? Because they want to make sure that it's worth paying you that because to them, they have to keep the lights on. Right. So if you walk up and you have this money in your savings and you have low debts, you don't have a lot of risk in saying, hey, go fuck yourself. You know, like give me give me my $15 or $20 or however much you set your price. You go there, you do your thing. But you got to pay down your debts um, and, and try to really live. As, as debt-free as possible and have money in the bank, yeah. uh, then you can walk a little more confidence for sure. Yeah. It's all about confidence, humility, yeah. asking for what you want in life. Mm -hmm. Getting out of life what you want. Yeah. And just try to find something that makes you smile a little bit. I mean, if, if it's something small, you know, but if you're really bad with depression, you know, you need to get some help and like, and like get out of the bed and actually call for help like mm -hmm. and get that help <clears throat> and sooner or later you'll get better for sure and then it all works out kind of actually life is kind of a fire story so. life but, is pretty damn great though yeah all in all all in all if you're alive right now and you're listening to this podcast which you should listen to it all the time on repeat sure you you are literally <laughs> blessed yeah. You're blessed to be alive. There's a lot of people that have it worse than you, right? That's cliche, but it's very true. There's people out there that are bedridden. Mm. People that can't walk. People that can't see, mm -hmm. can't hear. 
some people have COVID and they can't taste good food. <laughs> yeah. So like you're blessed if 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 you're on the opposite side of that. Yeah, just um figure out what your blessings are and count on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know like it's easy to compare ourselves to other people like um some artists here I talk about in Boise that are doing better than me or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. It's easy to compare yourselves to them, but you know, they're probably struggling too. I mean, yeah. they probably have things that are frustrating them and or that or maybe they're oblivious and don't really aren't really aware have self awareness of what's like right. Am I pissing people off? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's it's you just gotta be positive in yourself. For sure. Pretty pretty nice. I think it's really important though, um, on the same token is to not necessarily compare yourself to somebody else, right? Because mm. I, I think comparisons kill uh, confidence for sure. So compare yourself to your old self, right? So compare yeah. yourself to how you were last year or the year before that or even last month or, or whatever it is, right? So so compare yourself first and foremost to yourself, to your former self, and then mm. compare yourself to what you see yourself being in the future. But with things like such as music, like I do pull up, because I have a lot of my friends are artists. So I pull up their music. I enjoy their music. And I'm like, hey, if I can enjoy this music, now let me play my song next to it. Can I enjoy this the same way? It, it's it's difficult to really uh, put yourself out of like, after you've listened to a song over and over again, you, you produced it or you mixed it or you just wrote the lyrics and, you, and you're recording it and you're going through the mixing phase, you might be tired of the song. But if, if you really just look at it, from a uh, listener's perspective, um, yeah. and really just listen to your favorite artists, whether it be local or mainstream. Try to listen to as many local po- uh, local artists as possible, so that we can gauge where you are in the the sonics. Right? Like, does this sound good? Can I listen to this? Am I yeah. not embarrassed to play this loud while I'm driving down the street with my windows down? Like, this is something good. And just be honest with yourself, and then make the adjustments. I honestly think a lot of people aren't honest with other artists and give them constructive criticism. No one did that to me, really. Um, it's like, it's like, oh, it's like you you post a song on Facebook and everybody's like, oh, this fire, this fire, this mm-hmm. fire, this fire. And then one person's like, oh, I think that could be mixed a little bit better. Right. Or I think that maybe you could have more <clears throat> cadence and more like energy. And then you're seen as a hater. You're like, oh, you're just hating on it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not hating on it, bro. I just want you to be able to like, <laughs> you know, bring out and bring more of yourself out or just like, you know, improve your, um, improve the mix a little bit better. You know, right. just like, it's not, it's not a bad thing for people to criticize you. I, I have a problem. My problem is I don't like being criticized. I hate being criticized. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when people criticize me or it makes me feel bad or maybe it's a little narcissistic of me to be one, not want to be criticized, but like I want, I feel like being criticized in a, in a good way is Mm -hmm. like, that's helpful. It's like the mix could be better. You can have more cadence. You can uh, be more on beat. Uh, It's a little dry. It's a little, your, your beat is just a little, 
louder. It's louder than the vocals, or what? There's it's yeah. too sc, too many s's. You gotta use a you gotta use a deesser more. You gotta have some more compression, whatever. And like they'll say a lot of things. And what I notice is that uh, when when I get those comments, or I have in the past, I don't really get that anymore. But uh, back in the day, if you were friends with me on Facebook, say 2015 to 2017, every single person that I messaged was probably like, "Dude, get out of here!" Because I would be like. It sent me positive criticism or like, you know, constructive criticism, right? It sent me like as much information. And what do you like? What don't you like? What can I do better? And I think that is good in a sense to know what other people obviously like. Because if if you're just to yourself, you're not going to have um, a really open perspective. But mm-hmm. there is also on the other side of not asking for that kind of criticism and, and people just giving it to you because if, if you're your own worst critic, which most people are, you're also your best critic. You know, like there's such thing on the opposite side of being positive about it. Like, Hey, this is fire. Shit. I'm not, I, this is going to go platinum. Like you, know, you have that confidence. You can build that confidence if you're to yourself more often than not, if you're always seeking validation from other people. Right. Yeah. So I think, I think it's a little bit of both. It's really just about the balance again, <laughs> the balancing, what, what what you want from um, outside sources, right? It's just like being motivated to go to the gym. Are you motivated to go to the gym for that girl that you like? Or are you motivated to go to the gym because you want to be healthier? Like mm-hmm. th- that one comes from within you. The other one comes from without. It's like external yeah. motivation, internal motivation, same thing. I want rock card abs. Right. For, oh, man. Yes. Yes. In yeah. time. In time. That'll happen. I think, I think I'd be straight with just like a four pack. Solid four. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just... Down to be healthy in my mind and my physical body. Yeah. And then, yeah, we learned a lot today. Um, just about, like, self-worth and, like, all that. And I just lost my train of thought. Nice. It happens. I see the train. It's leaving. Yep. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Damn. Damn it. Damn it. It's Okay. But uh, yes, just you know, be be able to have someone criticize you. I mean, like you'll never learn if someone doesn't criticize you. I mean, your hero can criticize you if you pay like three hundred dollars for him to two hundred dollars <laughs> for him to review your song. He'll criticize you. Yeah. I mean, futuristic does that, and Chris Calco has a little thing, and mm-hmm. some people on Indie Amplify can criticize your stuff. And you just can see from a third party. I know we like, we want our friends to really comment on everything. Friends will say anything, or they'll don't support mm-hmm. you, or they'll just say anything to bring you up. Right, and that's a bad thing. That's a good thing, but it's a bad thing. It's, it's good like, and bad. It's like you got to go to a third party, someone you don't know, to say, "How do you like this song?" It's like, it "Sucks." Why? Why does it suck? Was was it suck about? Mm-hmm. It's like, right? They'll they'll tell you. Some people will. Like on Reddit or some other places will give you honest honesty. They'll give you honesty. Believe me. They'll give you honesty. You can find it. <laughs> it's out there. It's like this sucks. Usually honesty in in friendships and family relationships. They are being honest, but they're being honest from typically a biased perspective. You know, they they already like you. So yeah. like if, if you play their music, they're probably gonna think you're the shit. But Really, just try to branch outside of your friends and say, "Hey, if if you if you really need that, if you really need that from somebody else, don't ask your friends. 
be there for your friends, support your friends, support your local artists, support your local businesses, but don't really try to get validated from anybody yeah. else. First and foremost, validate yourself. Yeah. Then if you really want to say, hey, if you, if you want to improve on yourself, the best thing to do to improve is know what you're trying to improve. Mm. Ask questions. Ask yourself. Be honest with yourself. <laughs> I, I could play some of my like old music and I had no fucking clue that I was offbeat or like sounding bad. I had no fucking clue. But, but <laughs> back then, did you feel like it was good though? I felt like it was really, I felt like I really expressed myself and I feel like I've gained a lot of confidence and everything. And But then I uh, got discouraged and deleted all of those songs and I started over. But if you if uh, if you listen to that, uh, so, so say when you when you made that first song that you're talking about, after you made it and after you got it to you know perfection, you know quote unquote, and that's also objective or uh, in perspective. Yeah. But uh, when you got it there, did you feel good about it? Yeah, yeah, I did. But then you look back at it and you're like, damn, damn, that's how sucks. Beat. What the heck, right? That, that was real garbage. That was real <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but now I'm gonna I'm thinking about like doing the beats all over again and and rewriting and then and then just dropping one single at a time until it's like a whole album it's like taylor swift taylor swift just recently redid her whatever an album or something like that I wanted, she remastered everything i wanted to everything. yeah i wanted to redo it i wanted to rewrite it i wanted to redo everything i'm not going to use the same beats from control beats you know those cool guys but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that because it's um, cause those beats are not too old and I feel like control beats has like a, a better, there have better beats that are better. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for sure. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to run into any like money conflicts or whatever. Yeah. So I just want to just have them make like 15 beats and I can like redo a bunch of songs and I can have 12 songs again or 14, 15 songs again. Yeah. And I can have my own album. That'd okay. be cool. You thinking about uh, doing 15 for the album and then, or like doing singles before? Or like, a lot of people do like singles that lead into the album and they're already on the album. Or do you do singles first and then drop the album? I might do EPs because EPs. EPs and singles are like where it's at now. Because yeah. YouTube videos and TikToks. Um, TikTok for sure. And everything, even this podcast, I have I have to uh, post on online. Right. I have to I have to post on clips. YouTube and everything. I actually have to do that nowadays. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like literally, not to be rude, but some of y'all have real short attention spans. It's not really your fault. Actually, the younger crowd probably yeah. has a uh, short attention span, and it's really hard to get you guys to real focus on 12 songs, 15 songs, right. all at once. I mean, Eminem can do it. They can get away with it. And Tech 9 can do it. And mm -hmm. all the big artists can do it it's because they have fan base. Right, exactly. But we, as like small artists, it's like we have to get you, we have to get you like mm -hmm. interested. So we have to like do the EPs, do the singles. Right. Because albums are just going to, this is either going to flop or it's going to do really awesome. That's right. just the way we we post things. It's gonna either really good, really bad, but I don't care if it's really gonna be doing. It's like, and then there's that positivity thing where you're like, I don't mm -hmm. care if it does bad or good. I liked it. I I enjoyed. Right, it's your making, baby. You made it. I made it. You it's birthed mine. it. I don't care, <laughs> but like you know, in general, you just kind of have to, you know, 
be positive. Yeah. And what, what, what the, uh, the balance, um, I call it an album just because it has it. So an album really, it depends on how you, you gauge it, right? An album Mm -hmm. typically I think is like 12 to, you know, 12 songs up EPs, usually anything like three to seven. And then singles are obviously just single songs, but, uh, I call it an album because it has a concept. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think EPs and mixtapes don't really have concepts and that's why the concept album, but with the balance, I have eight songs, and mm-hmm. then all this year and the last year before that, so 2020 and 2021, I've released singles every month. So every month, I'll at least drop one song. Mm-hmm. And then this year, I'm releasing the EP, so The Balance Part 2. Um, I'm going to be releasing it on my website, yeah. uh, drawing everybody into there, uh, because obviously, direct-to-consumer is really important to yeah. get... Uh, obviously, it's, it's very simple stuff. I want you to go to my website so I can have your email address so that way I can send you my music directly yeah. in the future and have you go to my shows and stuff like that instead of mm-hmm. having me post it only on Spotify, Pandora, and all this stuff that I have my music already existing on yeah. um, and then have them have your information. Um, for me, i much rather just build that relationship with you, send you an email, send you, I, I send free stuff. So, sometimes like I'll reach out to my fans or my supporters and I'll say, Hey, how you guys doing? I'm having a sell that or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's not only about the sell. If they can't afford it, say, Hey, what's your size? And mm-hmm. Oh, if, if I see your list that you bought from me before, cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you out something. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. I'll send it to you. You don't have to pay me back. It's not like yeah. I'm trying to buy your support. I just care that mm-hmm. you care about my music. Yeah. If you're listening to my music, that makes me happy and I want to make you happy. And yeah. that, that's it. You know, we're trying to I build agree. that relationship. So I'm going to be releasing the album uh, exclusively on my website. Um, it's going to have eight songs and then I'll have merch and then I'll have custom artwork. I have this amazing thing. I have a, I have a great rollout. This is probably the most strategic uh, rollout that I've had. Uh, I've, I've released other albums and EPs and stuff like that, but none of them were as successful, but they've all led me to what I'm going to drop. So nice. I'm pretty proud of it. Nice. Do you have anything else that you are going to be doing? Anything coming out? Shows. Like shows? Yes. So I have a show, um, a couple shows coming up in March and April. Uh, I'll, I'll be posting them on my on my Instagram and Facebook. So at TNYG Music. Uh, you can follow me there, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Tony is G-T-O-N-Y-I-S-G. I'll be posting updates on that kind of stuff. Or you can go to my website, TNYG.com. Sign up and subscribe. And I can send you newsletters and all the updates if you want to attend shows that are going to be phenomenal. You will be blown away. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you can find them on all social media platforms and uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you just said your name and where to find them. Yeah. TNYG. Uh, Tony G. It's pronounced Tony G, but it's spelled TNYG. Yeah. Um, and you know, Instagram is pretty good. I just don't own it. So, so just go to my website, tnygmusic.com. That's, that's the only option. Yes. You know, it works. You have a website. That's awesome. Cause it's, it works. Um, yeah. I definitely do not have one, but I have a link tree. You yes, can go on. Link tree. <laughs> that is also, that counts. That yeah. counts. So there you go. Yeah, you can go to my link tree and check out the podcast and all the interesting stuff. Even check out my music, um, Lone Wolf Productions. I'll put Lone Wolf Productions because I was doing music in my podcast. Yes. Thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me.
Enough.